You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about haircut 100 pelican west in the room i have ben hi john and on the line i have kyle howdy pelican west is the debut studio album by british new wave band haircut 100 released in february 1982 by artisan records the producer was bob Sargent, and the genre is new wave i'm gonna read from all music review tim sendra if orange juice famously wanted to sound like a combination of Chic and Velvet Underground, then Haircut 100 must have wanted to sound like a combination of Orange Juice and Chic, heavy on the juice. On their debut and only album with the band, founder Nick Hayward, Pelican West, the group displayed all the skittery beats, deep vocal crooning, and smart and pop smarts of OJ, while adding more funk and saxophone than Edward Collins and company probably ever imagined. That Haircut 100 scored a bigger hit than the band that they so clearly idolized must have rubbed the lads in orange juice the worst way. But it's clear from even one listen through Pelican West that Haircut 100 were more than just mere copycats. Love Plus One is a aforementioned mega hit and it deserves to be a timeless classic. Nick Hayward knew how to write pop hooks and the band fills it in with brilliant subtlety. Sure, they are all prone to sax breakdowns and horn <laughs> section <laughs> crescendos that sound like Chicago happened by the studio, but the bulk of the album is first-rate 80s sophisto pop. From their corny outfits to their wider-than-air sound, Haircut 100 were never going to be as dangerous or sexy. The best they could have hoped for was escapist, but never mindless fun. And on Pelican West, they're they bury their arrows dead center in the middle of that target. All right. What do we think of Haircut 100? It's fluffy. It is fluffy. It's very light and fluffy. It's, it's light and fluffy. But light and fluffy like a stale angel cake. Like, it's not the light and fluffy <laughs> that... it. You're, you're looking at it, and it like looks really good, and then you're like, this is just eating cardboard. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I... When I first heard it when it first hit my ears like the first couple tracks uh favorite shirt love plus one lemon fire brigade you're you're getting into the mood you're feeling summery you know and then i don't know it just started to lose me over time it just started to be more and more of the same kind of more for more's sake and then just nonsense for nonsense sake it started to really fall apart for me yeah i was the same it just felt it just sort of washed over me and i think that is I think they succeed in what they're trying to do is be this airy, what what do you want to say, non-threatening, just very pop sensible band with a, a pretty cool um, 
Uh, oh yeah, Mark Fox percussions. Yeah, those yeah. percussions oh. are really kungas and the bongos. Yeah, all like that new wave for people that own boats. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it feels like the beach, and it feels like okay, little little bit of fun, a little bit of horns thrown in there, just a little bit of horns. Oh, sorry, that's, 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 that's <laughs> constant <all> horns. <laughs> a lot of horns. <laughs> Elevator funk. Well, yeah. Ben, since you brought this up. Um, and I know Rob's not here, but is this is this Yacht Rock? Um, this is Yacht Wave. Yeah, I don't think it's yacht Rock. Wave. It's definitely Yacht Wave. Oh, it's, it's certainly not Rock. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, so Haircut 100 was not the first name they went with. They had like four or five before they settled on Haircut 100. One of those they should have kept, The Boat Party. Like A band <laughs> called The Boat Party that sounds like this, I... If a band called The Boat Party released the same album, I think that I would have liked it more. <laughs> yeah, because it would just be honest. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Boat Party. Yeah. You're just writing music to have in the background of a summer event where people are eating watermelon and maybe grilling some not very spicy food. I do want to drink something sweet out of a coconut whenever I... Listen right now. We're listening that's where, to that's where I'm wearing yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Birch yeah. is rocking my, a uh, very delightful. Uh, what do you call it? Like a tiki, a tiki, tiki lounge shirt. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Pelican West sounds islandy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And and when they're dialed in there, I'm on it. Like with like even Lemon Fire Brigade right now, which is just like a tropical jazzy interlude for the most part. I'm with it, but it's got a tasty groove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as they go on, there's just like, I don't know. It just starts to get. A little too, I don't know exactly. There's too how to much meringue it. on this pie. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there's no substance, <laughs> or yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and and I don't necessarily need substance, but I need, I need them to need substance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're like, no, I'm just gonna say words that mean nothing, yeah. and just go completely fucking sideways because I feel like it, and I appreciate that to a certain extent. But if you give me a whole album of it, I'm not gonna stay with you. You know, before this week, I hadn't listened to an album by Haircut 100, nor had I listened to an album by Orange Juice. And now this week, I've listened to both. And Haircut 100 makes Orange Juice sounds like dangerous bad boys, which (laughs) is really saying something. (laughs) Yeah, I thought we would be inundated with like the disco from the 70s, but obviously early 80s electro synth pop is we're just getting it all. As far as I can tell, ABC, we're getting uh, Human League. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> 17. Or, I mean. Not really culling the herd at all. <laughs> no, no. We're not really picking and choosing. It just feels like every band at this point that kind of had a, you know, like a top 10 hit was is, is getting I added to this book. I feel like there's definitely some nostalgia going on for the impressionable periods of the folks who edited yeah. this book. Yeah, I said that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you did say that. Sorry. No, that's uh, fine. I, I was, think I think it's true, though. Yeah, I was watching a few of the music videos for this album. I, I like covering songs. Now Now, like we're, we're in music video technology in our project, so it's fun. Like, just about any album we do, we can, we can say, yeah, but how's the camera like them? I'm sorry, but Haircut 100's music videos are fucking lame. They are so lame. They are clown shoes lame. Oh, and the Fantastic Day video is... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a ripoff of, like, Devo's Whippet? Yeah, I was going to say, is like, that the one where like they're all like sitting around on hay bales? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, Have you seen the Love Plus One one where it's the same video, only now they're on an island? Yeah. Yeah, like, and they're very cheap. We need to move yeah. the hay bales away, bring in some palm trees. All right, let's do one more take. Yeah. They're having a laugh. Um, yeah, this record, like, there's a lot of stuff I like. I like the guitars, you know. I know they're lifted from, from Chic a little bit. Um, you know, I really like the horns, even though they're kind of dorky, but... Yeah, like you guys mentioned, the first you know the first couple singles, great. Lemon Fire Brigade, awesome. And then just Marina Boy, I was like, uh, you know, I tried to give him another chance. Milk Film, how are you gonna name a song Milk Film? I wrote down next That's to that the, one. This is okay if I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, what isn't if you're? I mean, I guess uh, Neubauten. I would right. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be a a different kind of boat. <laughs> I don't want to I would be on that boat. Killing Jokes boat. I'd ride that boat. <laughs> It'd be a terrifying boat. <laughs> Every time I start to like something, they would do something to make me not like it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, like King Size. Mm-hmm. King Size, I was like, oh, this is kind of a little rocker. And then you know, King Size, You're My Little Steam Whistle is the full title. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, and then he says, You're a Little Fab One. I was like, come on, guys. It's like I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. reminiscent of uh, uh, Million Pleasing Faces from the Orange Juice record, only I think Ooh. not as interesting. Yeah, yeah. a lot of this stuff is um, reminds me of stuff that's much better. When we were talking, uh, that first track, Favorite Shirts, they, that mm-hmm. reminded us both of E-Zimbra. Talking yeah. Heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds exactly like E-Zimbra, and then you're like, oh, I wish, I wish this was E-Zimbra. I mean, it's not bad, but yeah. there's a better version of it out there. I think that's what's putting me off is I think of I'm trying to decide, you know, where does this fall? I like the talking heads. This this is obviously following that the rhythm, the the sort of pop sensibilities that they have. But this just feels like, yeah, like filler, like talking like a like a a complete pop. Yeah, like it's the yeah, there's the funk there. It's on those talking heads records. It, just, it it hits harder and it's funkier and it grooves better and you know it just better lyrics too. I mean, oh mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the thing is haircut one hundred and and rightfully so is trying to say here's the sounds of the things we like. We like funk. We like horns. We like some jazz. We like some jangle pop. But they never find their own stride. Yeah, they're just yeah. they're just emulating. It's never mm-hmm. like their own. They never lock it down. Even love plus one is not like amazing. It's just that. It's the best on this album. They're not a bad band. They're solid. Yeah. I just they I, they don't. I don't think have much of a direction that's their own, or a point to make, or anything to say, or or really like a, 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 a musical aesthetic that sticks out to me. That just doesn't sound like I'd rather be listening I, to something else. I think part of that too is that they they're part of something that, you know, they're creating. And I mean, there's so many, there's so many other bands that in the eighties that sounded like this too. 
where they were just, you know, yeah, it feels like this soft, uh, just pop, just just like. Have you seen that band photo of them that they all have their pants tucked into their tube socks? <laughs> yes. <What's>, <laughs> but seriously though, what's up with that? Is I that I don't know. Is that what they think cool is? <laughs> well, maybe they're trying to be like they're trying to be the prep boys. Yeah. I mean, the, their style is like. You know, it it's like yeah, like it's like it Yale boat club. Were like yeah. supposed yeah. to be tucked into socks. It's like someone had an idea and pitched it to the other guys, and all but two of them were like, "Okay," yep. and they're just like, yeah. they're stick they're sticking their white jeans into their tube socks, and then the two guys in the back were like, "I don't think anyone's gonna notice if we don't do this." <laughs> it's like the madness, but a cleaner image. Yeah. They don't have the. They're, they're trying the, to be lads. Yeah, they're, they're trying to be nutty, nutty lads. Nutty right. lads, yeah, they're but they're not, also like, oh, we also want to appeal to uh, grandmothers as right. well. They're not truly nutty. <laughs> <laughs> they're just pretending to be nutty. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I find most offensive about them. <laughs> like, has anyone listened to any of their follow-up album without Nick Hayward, who wrote th- these songs? No, I can barely no. get through this one. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, it's, Man, I guess good on them for, for just going, the, just putting it out and trying. But he he's the voice. Yeah, he wrote the songs that were big songs. He leaves the band, and then they're like, "All right, bongos, now you're our singer. All right, next album." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark Mark Fox took over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the drummer, uh, what? That's Blair Cunningham. But yes. he was he was just a hired gun for a little bit. Hell yeah. Let me tell you about Blair Cunningham. Please uh, do. Uh, that was Blair a segue. Cu- <laughs> Cunningham is a killer, man. He uh, came from a like family of 20, all drummers. He played with Echo and the Bunnyman. He played with the Pretenders, Paul McCartney, Slade, uh, Indigo oh Girls, God. Roxy Music. Like This guy was everywhere. His brother, Carl Cunningham, was a drummer for uh, Stax and the Barclays. Oh, nice. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Barkays. Yeah. Uh, and uh, his brother Carl uh, died in the same plane crash that killed Otis Redding in December 1967. No yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. This guy, like, I, I just went down like a rabbit hole when I saw his name. I was like, wait, who's this hired gun they got? Oh, he's been with every band yeah. that we... I mean, and as much as like I'm crapping on Haircut 100 as Haircut 100... There's individuals here that are really, you know, they're they're they've got the chops. Like Phil Smith's brass arrangements are good. I, I'm gonna say his name is Les Neems. I don't know if his last name is Neems or Neems. He's Nem. a solid bass player. Solid bassist. Mark some funky groove. Mark yeah. Fox's percussion solid, but it just doesn't it doesn't link up. Doesn't I think add up. Mark Fox also is from the studio. I think they ah. they went into the studio. Tired old story. We keep on hearing it. The drummer that's their friend couldn't cut it, so they get a yeah. studio gun. Yeah. And then also a percussionist to add more. And then, yeah, Blair and Mark stuck around as members of the band. I think that Blair is also gone by their second album. He's probably just on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so when they go into the second album, it's the the three dudes that know each other from school or whatever. Uh, Nick Haywood's gone. Their hired gun of a drummer is gone, but their hired gun bongo player is still there. So he becomes her front man. Yeah. And like I said, I haven't heard that album, so I can't judge it. Yeah. Maybe but, it's uh, better just doesn't have a hit. <laughs> no. Meanwhile, though, uh, Nick Hayward uh, in 83 releases his first solo album. And uh, there's a track from it on Pretty in Pink. 
Oh, yeah. So John Hughes liked it. You see that he's going through, I mean, obviously all of this is that sound. Like, yeah. we've yeah. been listening to album after album that's like, okay, let's try and get a song that's going to be on a John Hughes film. Like, just one. We just need one. And they got one. <laughs> I do have to take umbrage, too, with his singing style. What is it with England at, like, 80 to 84 or whatever, and every singer has the same tone, like, yeah. presence mm-hmm. it's a thing it I is mean, such I, a thing it was some the style of the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> the onion on the belt some can wear the onion some can't yeah like the guys from tears for fears they wear the onion well yeah like these guys it it falls away it doesn't sound distinct enough yeah <laughs> they had this album uh then kind of collapsed yep so i found in the content uh one thing that was interesting <laughs> <clears throat> so they end the album with uh, calling Captain Autumn, and in it they reference this like BCG, my TBE, my blah 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 blah. Those are all uh, virus vaccines. So like for it to be oh. us listening to it now, uh, you know, as COVID is starting to be vaccinated out, you're like, yeah. well, what are are they are they you know prescient about? The concerns about uh, infectious diseases, <laughs> like what are they trying to say? And you know that's the problem is e- even their nonsense lyrics. You're looking for them to say something and they don't say anything. Yeah. I think it's just like it's interesting to rhyme. So you can't tell whether they want their vaccine or not. Well, I think so. Like they're saying, I mean, again, it's it's you never really know what they're trying to get to. But they're talking about BCG, which is like a tuberculosis vaccine, and they're talking about. TBE, which is tick-borne encephalitis vaccine. Did they get MMR in there? They didn't, no, they didn't get MMR, which is like MMR. a classic. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to get your booster, you know, your, yeah. your standard rubella. So you know, just setting a bad example for the kids. Yeah, exactly. Paratide. But this is early England, so maybe these are the vaccines they're getting. Oh, okay. We're used to our vaccines, so we shouldn't be uh, nationalistic on that. Okay, so. okay. Well, yeah. you should... You should definitely vaccinate for uh, measles, mumps, and rubella. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> I hope you didn't hear it here first. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm doing, doing fine. I mean, yeah. Right I mean, now we're listening to Fantastic Day, which I, I do like. Uh, it reminds me, uh, it, it gives me like Joe Jackson vibes. I feel that too. I like Joe Jackson. I call this a kind of boring jangler. It's kind of jangly. They're yeah. very jangly. I think what it... I was just going to say, I think what is tricking me is the percussion. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit of horn and a little percussion goes a long, very good drummer. Yeah. goes a really long way, and that just continues to trick me into thinking, maybe this isn't so bad, and then I listen to it more, and I'm like, no, this isn't good. Yeah. I'm not into it. I was just kind of piggybacking on that. Um, Surprise me again. Reminded me of like an Elvis Costello oh, song. I mm. fucking hated that song. It was just yeah. so treacle sweet. And like, I, I, it kept having that thing where it's like, you know, when you're watching something that's not funny and then you keep watching it and then you're like, wait a minute, is this funny? Mm-hmm. And, and it starts to get funny. <laughs> and then you're like, no, it's not funny anymore. And that's that one. It was just so treacle sweet that I'm like, is this okay? 
is it kind of somehow somewhere in there where you're like in young love? Like, does this make, and then I'm like, nope, no, it's, no. it's not. No, I, I don't know. So <laughs> if you had to pick a favorite song on here and you can't say love plus one, Ugh. can you pick one? Oh yeah. It's favorite shirts. That's I was going to say first song. Yeah. Yeah. They start off very strong. I do like when albums start off with a song that sounds like Ezimbra. So I would probably have to go with favorite shirts. Man, I kind of liked Baked Bean. <laughs> it's Did just you? a little bit. There's something in there. Maybe I just had like fatigue at that point, but it gave me just a slightly different flavor with some funk. And I was like, okay, okay, Baked Bean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that might be my thing that surprised me again because it came after Snow Girl. And I was like offended by that one. <laughs> When he goes, snow girl, snowy, oh, oh, girl. I was, <laughs> is that song I'll just stop. about blow? I think it's just uh, about a really pale girl. Oh. I don't think they're cool enough for no. a secret song about blow. <laughs> These guys are like putting a no. cardigan on a trombone. Like, and there's nothing cool about it. No one is offering <laughs> blow. <laughs> No one at Arista is like, hey, Haircut 100, have you tried this blow? They're definitely in Dare commercials. Oh, yeah. oh. Like their music is yeah. used for Dare commercials. For, yeah. for, for those across the pond, Dare was a huge program in the United States. It stands for... Uh, drug Abuse Resistance Education. Yeah, Drug Abuse yeah, Resistance yeah. Education. It was a way to teach kids to stay no to drugs. And look how well it worked. Yeah. Famously failed program. Yeah, It's amazing. Uh, I have a Mad Libs for you guys. Ooh, Since yeah. I figured that we wouldn't have that much information because their Wikipedia is so small. You can tell when, when you're just not going to find enough yeah. info. Yeah. All right. Um, a bland, expensive drink. Oh, uh, a bland, expensive yeah, you have to, drink. Yeah, you have to tell, and then I'll read it back. Do you want me to skip that one? No, no, we're just thinking about a bland, expensive drink. Most yeah. of the expensive drinks I can think of are like... All right, how about a bland drink? Uh, milk. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess milk's not really that bland. It's got flavor. I'm writing it down. All milk right. film? How about tea? You heard me. Uh, oh, oh, weak tea. <laughs> weak tea. Uh, a verb. Flutter. Okay. All right. Uh, a flavor? Flaming hot. <laughs> okay. Uh, a Star Wars name, Kyle. Any name, like a planet, a name of uh, a character? Elon Sleazebagano. <laughs> He's the guy that offers uh, Obi Wan death sticks and uh, attacks the clone. <laughs> uh, a verb. Shart. Mm. Mm. Okay. Adjective. Smelly. Okay. And a pretentious artist. Not. Not that. <laughs> Chris Angel. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Artiste. Yeah. <laughs> Broad definition. All right. While, while sipping a milk, I've wondered what Haircut 100 was fluttering about. Was the song Flamin' Hot Elon Sleaze Bagano going to be the next hit, or would they shart another smelly... <laughs> song without considering that Chris Angel was a better a better group. <laughs> Mad Libs never fail. <laughs> They're always solid. There you go. Uh, good, good job. Do you want to guess what Chrysgow gave this album? A B plus. Close. No. 
C plus. Okay. Which okay. I think is fair. That's fair. Like yeah. if C is average, it's just like okay, you you passed. I think a C plus. C plus is yeah. totally yeah, fair. That works. Yeah. So did he say anything notable about it? He hated it. <laughs> yeah, hated the C plus. Just a short review. Hated it. C plus. <laughs> I think he said something like, "This is only new wave in England because if you look at the new wave scene in the world." It's yeah. more interesting. Yeah, this is pop music. Yeah, this is just pop. This is not yeah. a new wave. Yeah. Christ girl will we'll take a crap on England unfairly. Yeah. But, you know, he how, had to describe it somehow. How do we feel about it? I can't give it a positive. Nope. Yeah. Um, I also don't really have negative feelings towards it. I think this is just right smack dab in the middle of that milky bland toast. Yeah. For me. I was going to go neutral, but then, like, as it went on and on, I was like, no, no, fuck this. You know, channeling the spirit of Rob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's just, it's not good. There's no reason to listen to it. Put it on in your elevator. Put it on on your yacht, but don't buy the album. Hmm. I think, Kyle. Yeah, I, I waffled on this one a bit because sometimes it really irritated me. And I do have to mention that. We're recording this uh, after National Record Day, and I bought a bunch of records and having to go back to Haircut 100 several times. And there's there's stuff I liked. I like the guitar, you know. I, I like the horns. Um, and the first three songs are, are great back-to-back, but I'm, I'm going to go neutral. Neutral. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm there, too. I d- it's hard for me to say that though because neutral usually means i won't turn it off like no Mm, mm. if i'm just in my living room and it came on the radio would i change the channel too do you have to get up to change the channel yeah Ooh. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) the whole album or just a song (laughs) i mean they're probably only gonna play one song and it's probably gonna be love plus one let's just say any of the songs random I could sit through a haircut 100. Song I think I could too. I think that's to why I'm. The channel. And if I'm tuned into the channel that plays haircut 100, they're probably going to play a song that I kind of okay. like. So They'll play orange juice. They'll play some orange juice. <laughs> I yeah. have these different sort of like, would I recommend it to someone? <laughs> oh, no. Would, would I buy it? And no. it, definitely I, none I of that. I would not recommend haircut 100. But would I actively tell someone to stay the hell away from it? No, also no. Okay. So probably neutral. Yeah, I'll just say neutral. If someone tells me they're interested in buying some Haircut 100 records, I'm not going to try to dissuade them. I'm just going to silently judge them. Yeah. (laughs) Does that make you worse? Nope, because I'm not the one that's going home with Haircut 100 records. But you could have stopped them. But if they like it, it's it's fine. They're probably spending money at a local record store, and I encourage that. Yeah. All right, next time we'll be talking about Kate Bush, The Dreaming. How are you?